Big Fluff. I'm Joel Murphy, this is Hobo Radio, and today I am very excited to bring you my interview with Louise Bernard from F-Boy Island Season 2. As I talked about recently, I am a fan of the show, I had a great time talking uh, to Tamaris uh, from the show, and Tamaris actually helped me coordinate this interview with Louise, which I'm very excited about. Uh, It's another really great chat, a really great look behind the curtain of the show. If you're a fan of the show and if you were a fan of that previous interview, I definitely think you're going to dig it. So without further ado, my interview with Louise. Let's start at the beginning. Uh, how, how did you end up on F-Boy Island? So it's kind of funny. Um, They reached out to me on Instagram and I originally, I mean, I was just like toying with the idea. So I did like the initial interview and then I was kind of seeing this guy at the time. And, you know, he was like, are you really going to do this? You know, and I so I turned it down to see where that would go. That didn't end up going anywhere. So (laughs) they reached back out to me in January and I was like, yes, let's do it. So it kind of, you know, we hit it off in the interview and then I didn't, I thought it was over. Like, I didn't think they would reach back out again, but they did. And I was like, okay, this is meant to be. (laughs) Uh, Clearly the guy, it was not meant to be. So No, he cheated on me. Loser. Oh oh no. (laughs) Yeah. So this was like my revenge. Yeah. Like he didn't want me to do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it now. That's good revenge. Yeah. That's solid. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so had you watched the first season? Like, were you familiar with the show? Yeah, I watched the first season and actually before I, they even reached out to me and, you know, I, I loved the first season, but I didn't, I don't know. I felt like the ending was like not as satisfying just because, you know, you thought like Garrett was going to take the full hundred K and then he didn't end up. And I was happy about that. Cause I was like, okay, yes, the girl wins. Like, this is great. And I loved how they really made the women kind of in a position of power. So that really drew me in in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, that is what's interesting. And uh, yeah, because I'm someone, too, that I I don't really watch dating shows, but this one completely has sucked me in. I mean, it's honestly my wife got me into watching it, too. But but it's it's really fun. Like, and it is kind of different and it, it feels like, yeah, like they're kind of subverting a lot of the normal dating show stuff and exactly what you're saying, where it's like, I feel like the women kind of and I thought what was interesting, too, is that I felt like the three of you this season really built on that. And 
it seemed like you were in it together. Like the three of you just right yeah. from the gate, just like had this, like, we've got each other's back. We're not going after the same guys. Like we're all gonna like, just try to, you know, navigate this together, which I thought was really fascinating and really cool to see. No, definitely. And I think like, because I saw it as a show where like the women are in the position of power, we all kind of played into that. And we were like, okay, no, we don't want the drama to be within like between the girls. Cause you watch reality shows and the women are always fighting over guys. And it's like this whole thing. Yeah. But I've, I've never been like that. I'm always, I've always been like a girl's girl, like put my friends before anything. So I don't know. I feel like it was so cool that we were able to work. We all got along and we just kind of said like, oh, I like this guy. Like, oh, and then we did have like some overlap, like Kylan talked to Mia a little bit too. Um, but you know, she was like, no, I think he's better for you. Like whatever. <laughs> he ended up being a jerk, but like, you know, <laughs> so we would kind of like say, oh, maybe this guy would be good for you and play it that way. I also, I, I thought you in particular, um, you were kind of fascinating in that it seemed like once there was something, if there was a red flag or something, like you were quick to to get rid of people, which I <laughs> I appreciated. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been through so much. Like I've dated so many like assholes and athletes. And like, so especially with like athletes, I know right away. And I'm like, no, I'm not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> Squash it. And it's like so cool because, you know, I could really like roast them, which in real life, I would probably just be like, okay, I'm just never talking to them. I'm probably going to block them, whatever. But this time I could really be like, yeah, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I think that's the other thing that I do really like about the show. And especially with Nikki Glazer as the host too, there's a fair amount of roasting of the guys, which is yeah. really a nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I love roasting guys. And then also I think the thing that was cool is like, it's a like we're making fun of the show at the same time. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, like that's... that was the thing I really loved about it. It's not like, cheesy like it is cheesy reality tv but it's like we know that yes. and we're establishing that we know that so it's like very self-aware yeah no i think that's it exactly yeah like it, it yeah it's a yeah it's a very fun show and a very unique show in that regard uh, i i am curious too because like one of the things that i feel like i don't know if this is a reoccurring theme but it seemed like watching it with you like that there was a fair amount of i i think there, i can think of at least two things where someone you'd find out that people were like saying things about you that guys were talking about yeah. you there was uh i think someone called you a dumb blonde at one point and then there was the yeah. was the the kissing booth there was like the yeah <laughs> a dumb blonde a 25 cent kissing booth yeah like, the... <laughs> just ridiculous uh, i've been called a dumb blonde like i've dealt with that like it's stereotyping at the end of the day i'm a blonde people always like the dumb blonde is like the oldest joke in the book like the oldest insult in the book and then people always hypersexualize blondes too. So I felt like they're really just, you know, they're playing into the stereotype. Like it's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but I'm just curious, like how that, that goes. Like, so you, you know, I mean, we saw how it was presented on the show, but yeah. So like this information comes to you, like, just what is that like to, from your experience? Like, like you said, I mean, it's stuff that you've heard, but like, that's gotta be kind of an odd thing just in the world of this show. Yeah. And I think the weirdest thing, well, obviously I was really insulted by the dumb blonde thing still, but then I'm like, I mean, so I, you, I go into the house, right. And I don't know what's going to happen. Cause like, I have no idea these guys are saying this, but I like, 
it ends up popping off and I, like it's this whole thing. And so Nikolai comes to me with the drama or like with the information that he said, which is also just weird in the beginning. Like, why is this guy telling me that he called me a dumb blonde right. today? Yes. And so I'm sitting there like trying to understand the, the like what is going through this guy's head at the same time, defend myself. So it was just like, I mean, it was really infuriating. And like, I depend on my friends a lot too. So I'm like, I need to figure out what's going on because like, I need my friend's support with this too. So I don't know. It's weird being there and like, all of us girls got along really well, but like, I was still, you know, I was like, I want my friend back home. Like I, I, would, yeah. I would need to navigate this like together, you know? Um, I, I'm curious to just like in a general sense of, uh, with the environment, because again, so you kind of talked about like you, you and the other girls get along, but, uh, you're disconnected from everyone. I'm just curious, like this, you know, just the reality of this show of like, you're, you are very disconnected from the outside world. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious, what was the experience like for you? I mean, it was really weird at first because, you know, we're quarantining and we're like in this hotel room and the only thing we have is like the tv in the hotel room and it's all in spanish <laughs> so we're just like i mean i think i started to go a little borderline crazy um but no it was cool though like after i got past the point of realizing like okay i'm really not gonna have my phone for these two months or whatever um then i I find I kind of like found comfort in it because it was nice to be unplugged and be like, okay, now I really just have to focus on what's in front of me. And, um, so that was cool. But like, obviously, I mean, I'm having to navigate really like as an individual and like, I don't know. I mean, going into the boy's house, having to always be like in defense mode because I don't know what's going to pop off. Like that was definitely stressful. <laughs> did it ever feel normal? Like, do you get used to the cameras? Do you get used to the setup or did it just continually feel weird the whole time? No, I think once we got towards the end, it felt more normal and it was better once we like had less guys that we were focusing on, like when more guys got eliminated, because in the beginning, it's like, it feels like you're walking into a frat party and you have all these guys and you're trying to like give all of them time to talk and like, get to know like you want to get to know them and so that felt definitely i mean that was a super unfamiliar situation for me yeah and it seems like there were like certain guys that almost got like lost in the show where you know they were sort yeah. of in the background and then it, we never really got to know them so i don't know if that was also your experience or if it just that's the editing of the show i mean there were some guys that i didn't talk to but there were also like instances like no he wrote a whole song for me like he literally like brought out his ukulele and wrote a whole song for me and i thought it was going to be in the show but it didn't make it in there but like there are multiple instances nick he made me like a like a map of our life together like, oh, wow. <laughs> they're just like things that yeah their storylines did get kind of lost because they didn't necessarily make it to the end and you know we have to pack everything into like one hour 30 minute whatever 45 minute episodes so like there were definitely things that got lost but i didn't really feel like you know it was fun i i got to like talk to all the guys for the most part and it got more comfortable as we went on but it was a little weird in the beginning 
how was the song? I know that you do music. So like, was it a good song? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He's like, Louise, I'm on my knees. Will you give me a kiss, please? And then he tried to kiss me at the end and like, oh. that, it didn't work. Oh, that sounds It didn't awkward. land well, yeah. but like, I appreciated it, you know? <laughs> uh, well, do, do you watch the show? Did you watch it when it came out? Like, how was it? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it sitting next to Mercedes and he's like dissing me. No, but it was fine. Like, no, it was weird watching it though. Like, because I'm so critical of myself, like when I watch myself and I'm always, so I have a YouTube channel. So I'm used to like controlling the narrative. Whereas like this, they're, uh, they're editing me and they're like picking what they like. So it was really weird to watch. Yeah. It's gotta be really hard. Like you do have to give up a lot of control just yeah, Cause there's cameras yeah. all the time. You don't know what they're going to use, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that I would not want to do it. So I, I applaud yeah. you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned Mercedes. So, yeah, you you ended up it was Mercedes and uh, Benedict were your two mm -hmm. uh, final yeah. thing. When, like, was there a point when did did you kind of feel like it was leaning towards them? How did you you know, did you when did it lock down to like those two? Um, well, so it was really the three of them. So it was Mercedes, Benedict and Nick up until the very end. But they cut out a lot of the footage with Nick. Ah. And just kind of like ended it after the whole science teacher thing. <laughs> um, but I think I knew Mercedes was going to last a while from the beginning. I mean, I don't know. Like he didn't really have any instances where he bad mouthed me necessarily. So it was always like he was fighting with the guys or something, but he never, I never saw any of that. I didn't see any of that. So I like, I knew he was going to last a little while. And then like, Benedict is just so funny. Like we were just like, we had great banter together. And so like, I don't know. I, yeah, he was, he was there from the first date. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm curious to the, you watched the show. Like, what was it like to see Mercedes, the stuff that you didn't see when you were there? Like then you've seen how he interacted with the guys. Oh, I was furious. I mean, I was just like, this is how, this is how it was the whole time. Especially the like, Whole, that was easy comment like yeah after he kissed me which i don't know if they edited it like that like he said they did so i think that he was saying like that was for nikolai or something but either way like I, yeah i was really upset because i'm thinking you know my first impression is this sweet smiley guy like cheshire cat like he's so just like sweet and he was always sweet to me so um then to hear halfway through that he has this like temper and he's being mean to all the guys and i never see that side of him ever like i really don't until like maybe the mansplain a little bit when he's yelling at the guys but i mean yeah it was definitely weird and like is this guy playing me the whole time yeah yeah and with benedict like you said i think you guys had a really good uh you're both very funny and you you know had a good chemistry that way but like so my impression watching it is it seemed like just romantically like it wasn't you guys weren't on the same page or at least that's how I feel like the show presented yeah. it. Is that? Yeah. 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 And I think we just kind of like I like when we had to have like awkward conversations or like conversations about something more serious, like we just we couldn't really do it. And like, I think we just ended up like resorting to humor instead and then it was like okay well this isn't really getting anywhere 
in on a serious note. So like, let's just have fun and yeah. like laugh and you know, and it was he's really, I mean, he, he is really romantic. Like he's like the part where he lifts me up and he's like, you're never walking around me again. Like, that's so cute. But I think, yeah, when I, I kept pulling to try to get like a more romantic, like sensual side from him and I mean, the only time I really got that was like the massage. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like sucking on my feet. Yeah. So I don't yeah. really know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which then it felt like to the, it, it seemed like you were trying to understand the feet thing. And then I think he was like, read it as you were into feet, but it was like definitely like watching it. It was like, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a little off. Yeah. But you know, like, I mean, it was, he was like listening to me, I guess, but it, yeah, I don't know. Cause yeah. it, he, he just took it a little too far. I'm like, you don't need to put my whole foot yeah. in your mouth. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seemed like maybe it was more of like a, ultimately maybe a friendship kind of vibe. I don't know if you two stay in touch or not, but yeah. Yeah. No, we're friends. Yeah. But it was definitely more of a friendship vibe. And yeah. uh, Mercedes, like how, you know, now that the show's over, like, are you two still dating? Like, so we're taking a break right now just because, you know, we're long distance and I don't really have plans to go like move to Dallas or anything. And like I'm in Miami. I think I'm probably going to spend more time in L.A. now. So, I mean, we're just figuring out what we want for ourselves right now. And then, I mean, we'll probably like he's such a good friend of mine. And like we're still very close. And like, you know, I like we love hanging out like he's come to Miami multiple times and um so I don't know as, as far as like a serious relationship right now, I don't, I don't really, I mean, we're just taking a break. So fair enough. Uh, were you, yeah. uh, cause I, I talked to Tamaris and I know she was saying like, you sort of, you made the, like for her, it was like, you made the decision and then you had, a, I think a few hours before, like you were, you were locked in on what you're going to do on the yeah. last night. And then you kind of were isolated. Uh, and so I'm curious about like, once you made that decision and it was locked in, how you felt about it were you nervous about uh him taking the money or like how how did that go for you i literally had a full like mental breakdown and i was crying because i'm like oh my gosh like i think he's gonna take the money like i like this could be just like a whole scam and i'm gonna be you know left left up there crying and then i send benedict home who's a nice guy and like you know and that was like the hardest decision because Benedict and I did vibe really well, but it wasn't like, you know, it was more of like a slow burn type of thing rather than the passion that I had with Mercedes. So, I mean, if he would have taken the money, I would have just been devastated. Yeah. So, cause then it's like, I could have chosen the slow burn, you know, but I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I had a full blown mental breakdown. And that was, I mean... That was the interesting thing, too. And it, it kind of makes sense talking to you where you, you kind of explained your perspective. But like watching the show, I was nervous for you because like I definitely feel yeah. like the way he talked to the other guys and maybe the way the show presented him a little bit. It definitely seemed like a real possibility that he might yeah. take the money. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think my gut told me um, on our 24 hour date that he wasn't going to do it because I mean, Obviously, like I always had in the back of my head that this could really be just like the biggest scam of all time. But um, I don't know. Like once I started crying, <laughs> it was like a manipulative cry. And I think he was, you know, he was like, he didn't know what to do. 
<laughs> so then I was like, okay, I think, I don't know. He was really comforting though in that moment. That's Even good. though they say yeah. I was crying with no tears, but I was actually crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would imagine it's overwhelming. Like I, I always felt like the emotions yeah. felt real. Like it's, it's a very intense situation, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. No, it's like packing a two year relationship into two months. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. yeah. And it's, and again, like you said, everything is, you know, you don't have a phone. Like you're, like it's just, it is almost like an alternate reality where like you're so isolated and you're there and essentially like everybody is hyping this up. Like I, this might, like, I don't know if this is the right comparison, but to me, it almost seems like it would almost feel like it would be to be in a cult or something like where it's just you're so isolated from the outside world. It's so specific. You're being told these things of like, you're here to find love like you're and it would like yeah. alter your brain, I think. No, what was weird, it, it actually made me feel like I was a little kid again at like summer camp. That, yeah, because, I can you see know, that. at summer camp, like I, I didn't have a phone. I was like, what, 13 or something. And, you know, you're just like navigating everything by yourself with a brand new group of friends. And so that's what it really felt like. But it was like dating summer camp. <laughs> adult summer camp. Basically. Yeah, adult summer camp. <laughs> this is a good. Yeah. Uh, and I think I, I saw something, too. I think that Nikki Glazer talked about that. I think there were a couple F boys that escaped or something or like they got off of this. Oh, yeah. I heard that like one yeah. guy was like out jet skiing or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which I mean, they are mm -hmm. F boys, so I guess that's like yeah. <laughs> he's living his best life in Cabo. He said, "Free vacation, honey." Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and I'm curious to like since I mentioned Tamaris as well. Like, what, what was that moment like? I mean, she said that uh, the, you both didn't know that she was going to make that decision. So, like, I'm curious when she, yeah, chose herself. Like, what was your reaction? <laughs> I thought so. I thought Mia was going to choose the because she had two I, f boys so I, I was like i knew one of us had to do it like yeah. i knew one of us was going to take the 100k but i was like it's definitely going to be mia because she has two f boys and like i had mia spoken to her the too. night before and she was like i don't know who to pick like you know she was trying to figure it out and so i was like oh my god like she's just gonna choose the easy choice and like you know but yeah i was so surprised when tamaris yeah chose the money but I'm I'm also happy because you know Casey had a boyfriend or Casey had a boyfriend <laughs> Casey had a boyfriend and a girlfriend Garrett <laughs> but she yes, had a girlfriend the whole time yeah. and then you know Nico's a nice guy but him and Tamaris didn't really have like that connection so I mean I was really proud of her yeah no I thought it was really cool uh, and I I told her too like I felt like she was almost dressed like a femme fatale like in a old like film noir movie or something like she yeah. she looked cool like when she did it like i thought it was a good moment but no i was with you i, I wanted mia to do it too like i you know like yeah. i her yeah like i i felt so bad for her with the reveal of uh the fact that it was f boys like it seemed like it really mm -hmm. you know messed with her head like understandably yeah no, and I think the biggest thing is that, like, I mean, obviously nobody wants to have two F boys, but I think the biggest thing is, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I really could get screwed over in this moment. Yeah. And not only, like, with a guy, but, like, also with my money, like, you know, so yeah. she, I mean, 
I think that was the biggest thing. Like her panic attack was about losing 50K. <laughs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that, I mean, that is the the thing if, uh, where you, I think, were in the best position just in general of like, I think you did a really good job narrowing people down. And like I said, you you seemed very clear. And if something bothered you and clearly your instincts work. So, you know, I guess congrats. Mm-hmm. I think I'm saying like you Thank did you. well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and so what has it been like uh, since the show, you know, obviously there was a while, you know, you went to summer camp, you came back and then you had to wait a while. <laughs> came before... back with a boyfriend. Came Mom, back... I have a boyfriend. <laughs> well, could you, well, that's a good, like, could you say that you, you know, you couldn't say anything, right? So, like... No, I couldn't say anything. Yeah. So I had to. It was a little weird. And like, I would, you know, we would FaceTime each other and stuff. And like, we hung up, we hung out a couple times in Miami, but we couldn't really like be out in public together. You know, I couldn't introduce him to my like friend group or anything. So yeah, it was a little weird. It's like this like secret relationship, like sneaking around. <laughs> Which I mean, could be fun under the right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what did your friends like when they found out about like, did they know, you know, when did they find out that you went on the show and like, what was their reaction to everything? So a lot of my friends actually didn't know until I dropped the flyer. Oh, wow. I just dropped the flyer <laughs> and I let it do its thing. But like, obviously my really closest friends knew because they had to like text people for me. I, I came back to 14,000 messages. Oh my God. And my friend was like, I had two of my friends and they were like, I've had, I've had to reply to people. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what to say. I just said that you're taking a social media break or like you're on vacation or something. Like, I don't even know. I don't know what they ended up telling them, but yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) That's, I think I would give up at that point. If I had that many messages coming back, I might just go back to Cabo. I mean, I think it was mostly like group chats. I was just like, I can't deal with this. I'm like leaving, leave conversation. Uh, and then once the, the show came out, like, I, I don't know, has it changed your life? Is it just like a, a fun thing that you did or like, does it feel different now that it's out there? Um, I mean, yeah, I think it definitely changed my life for the better. Like it just, it's a really cool experience that I had the opportunity, you know, to go on a reality show and like be part of something that I always think it's so cool to be part of like a big collaborative thing like it remind like I did drama growing up you know so it just kind of felt like like a show or like a play or something that I did that yeah. it, was, it was just like really cool though yeah uh well I also um when I did talk to Tamaris too like, she was very <laughs> excited about a spinoff called F Girl Island that she's pitching I don't know yes. if she's yes <laughs> talk to you about it but you know we need it yeah. we need F Girl Island I think that would be hilarious but it would probably turn into like Bad Girls Club or something <laughs> <laughs> uh well also you mentioned uh possibly spending more time in LA so like what like I said I know you do music like what what's the thought process there like what you know what are your goals like what are you working towards now well, I want to release more music. I have like a couple singles that I've been working on, but like perfectionists, so they haven't really like I I have to get them perfect. Um, but also just doing more YouTube stuff, and um, I want to get into acting more too. So maybe I'll start out as like an extra or something. <laughs> I don't know, but um, I would love to get to do more like scripted acting. Yeah, like what kind of stuff do you think? 
I don't know. Like, um, I was watching this movie, The Sweetest Thing, with uh, oh yeah, got, Selma Blair and actress, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Yeah, and yeah. like, I would love to do a movie like that where it's just like a fun, like chick flick type of movie, like just funny with yeah. a lot of montages and humor. Yeah. So like that or bridesmaids, like something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bridesmaids. Yeah. <laughs> I can sure. see that for you. Like, I like that for you. I think that'd be good. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, is there anything else, uh, that I haven't mentioned that you want to talk about or. I don't think so. Follow, subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are yeah? What are all of your your things to follow you? What's the best way? Um. So my Instagram is Louise Ann Barnard. My YouTube channel is also Louise Ann Barnard. Um. And then TikTok is Lua Lush. I think maybe it's Louise. Oops. <laughs> um. Yeah. But follow me on my, all my socials. And what's on your YouTube channel? Like, if people go, what's there? What will they so, find? On my YouTube channel, I have try-on hauls, I have hairstyle videos, makeup tutorials, skincare. It's like a, you know, like fashion, beauty, wellness, advice. Advice? Girl advice. Yeah. yeah, I do a little bit of girl advice. I'm getting into that a little bit more. Like, they ask you questions and you, like, how does that work? Like, how to, how to feel more confident and how to, like be more comfortable in your own skin um like advice for hygiene for like you know if you're starting puberty or something like oh so like younger yeah nice yeah and like just keeping yeah just like feeling your best i like it like do you get a response like have you you know like do do young women like reach out to you or yeah I've, i've had some women reach out to me and um i don't know i always like that because I, I always wanted a little sister growing up. And so this way I can kind of be a big sister to younger girls. I like that. Yeah. Nice. All right. Anything else? Like, did we, did we cover it? Like I want to, <laughs> I think we covered it. All right. I think we covered it. Perfect. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. No, this is delightful. I really enjoyed talking to you. <laughs> There you have it. Like I said, really delightful chat. Uh, And if you enjoyed that and you haven't listened to the interview with Tamaris, definitely go check that out in the archives. Also, if you're a fan of season one of F-Boy Island, I have an interview with Sarah Emig uh, in the archives. You can find that at hobotrashcan.com, along with a lot of other stuff. So make sure to check that out. And to close things out this week, we have a very special treat for you which is a song from Louise called Baby Blue. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, question everything.
top dollar I'ma wind up on top I used to pray for the cash flow Now don't even stop Used to reorder the J's Now I copy for a job They want answers, yeah Like what's the damage, yeah Hundred thousand on a stone That shit handled, yeah That's your man, you said Come get his hands, he ass Got the plug on the phone Control the madness, yeah Alexander McQueen on my feet Probably summer overseas In a baby blue band I can count on my friends on one hand I got gold that I don't even wear Got gems worth the plenty, I don't even care Last night, us and Franks, we were both playing fair yeah. I don't do phony shit They catch me slipping, fuck it, I'm moaning the shit I don't step backs, but if you test me Don't be surprised when they hold your shit I gel with emotion and it won't look good If you moving on slow and shit That's how they blow your shit You say he love you a lot Well, why he all up in my Snapchat? My wrist and my neck on froze Dripping in VVS They got his hand on my ass crack The other one waits for a text back You all want the juice, but you focus on fake facts Alexander McQueen on my feet Trolley summer overseas In a baby blue band I can count on my friends on one hand I got gold that I don't even wear Got gems worth a plenty, I don't even care Last night, lots of friends we were both playing fair Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. Sometimes, they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.